Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Welcome to the Nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters. The old heads talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain your We got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat to expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need. Please uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers. Learn a couple lessons from the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest. Yes, please sit back and relax. Cause we're gonna hit you with them stone cold facts and allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the masters of the nerdiverse welcome to masters of the nerdiverse where we always have set sites to show you this genetic super soldier of a podcast can be found on itunes stitcher spreaker soundcloud youtube iHeartRadio, google play and spotify I am happy to announce that the Spotify gods have tipped their hat in our favor. They've looked upon us with uh, just a glimmer, an infinitesimal smidgen of gratitude. And they've they've allowed us to be bestowed upon their channel. So if you're hearing this on Spotify, I want to welcome you and listen for more because we got all the scores. I don't know what that means. I'm, of course, your host, Mike G., and with me, as always, is my intelligent co-host, Winter. Good evening, good morning, and good late afternoon. I am Winter, ha- uh, handle at Trash Monk, the third, coming at you live. Live. Your boy. Your boy. Yeah, I, I told myself I, I was not going to say that, no, coming at you live, but it happened. It happened. Yeah. It's, it, and it's immortal forever. Like this recording will be on some kind of space station when the earth is like losing all of its people and, and we're in the aliens find remnants of our culture. Right. They're, they're going to hear it there like five years from now. <laughs> so are you looking at a, um, an AI scenario like the movie AI? Yeah. Where, yeah. Aliens just come out of nowhere. Yeah, man. Where they, they go, find, what is this? Please they find Haley Joel Osment like 7,000 years in the future. <laughs> mm-hmm. by the just, way ai is now on hulu you can go watch that again yeah watch ai that movie was weird i still don't get the movie is that does that make me well stupid? i believe it was a it was supposed to be a, it was like uh the next movie stanley kubrick was going to do but it just oh, yeah. never came to fruition until uh steven spielberg was like i got money and they and no one's taking my Schindler's List two reboot uh, idea. Right. So, um, yeah, man, that does make sense. It does, and now that you say it, it kind of feels like a Kubrick movie in mm-hmm. a weird way. And uh, yeah, especially has, that scene where the two furries are doing it in the, <laughs> in the hotel room. We don't, we don't talk about that think? scene. That's uh, uh, The Shining. And that's just, it's just, it's like who, like, like Kubrick was like, no, that this needs to be in the movie, in the movie. They're like, it has nothing to do with anything. He's like, no, understand. But, okay. We can accept that it needs to be in the movie, but why do you need to be in the suit? I don't understand, understand that no one else can convey that the, the character, like I can, so I need to be in this suit with the, with the, yes. with the blood and. They're like, but, but Stanley, what is Sally is Fields in- doing here? Okay. She, we'll, she we'll just needs to be on set. I'm paying her money. She's drinking a, a, a Coke. She's drinking a Diet Coke on set. She's not going to act anytime. She just needs to be here. <laughs> what, are you trying to say something about Sally Field's weight? <laughs> With a Diet yes. Coke reference? Yes, man. She looked kind of You puffy. heard it here. You heard it here, folks. Our hot takes on 1970s Sally Fields. <laughs> yeah, she looked kind of puffy in The Amazing Spider-Man yeah. 2. I don't know. No, I love I love I love Sally Fields. One day I'm gonna meet her. I'm gonna buy her a Kit Kat. We're gonna talk about the weather. Oh man. 
Speaking sugar of the sweater, man, a sugar-free Kit Kat for Sally Fields. Eat it off the floor, you, you, you tubbins. Yes. Uh, and I'm happy that we're now on Spotify. I have to even out the sexist jokes. Yeah, um, man. You got, yes, it's no. called a, a complaint sandwich. <laughs> yes, it's I, a have, sexist I have sandwich. one more joke for you. Um, Mike, uh, Mike's really, really been working hard on getting us on Spotify. Uh, unfortunately, they use Weinstein esque tactics to get you on the uh, wow. Spotify list. So, yeah. um, more power to you, Mike. Hey, man. Sometimes you got to take L's for the team, bro. And I had, you know, I had to just. I don't, I'm not going to even make fun of that. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of that that movement, bro, because that's just too real. You see cats like Terry yeah. Crews spilling his guts out, and you just feel for the guy. It's rough, yeah, me man. too. Me too. Hashtag Jeez. me too. Hashtag how was your week, man? <laughs> um, yeah, it was very good. Um, I feel like my brain's about 80% capacity right now. Um, yeah. yeah, I need some more coffee. It's because I've been on a roll, baby, Whoa, on Paladins. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been around. So in Overwatch, I've I was always stuck in the gold tier, but now in Paladins, I just re- reached into platinum. <laughs> we them platinum and, boys. Yeah, and it's it was like it's confirming all my thoughts that it was just shoddy teamwork from overwatch and paladins is a lot more forgiving as i always say right um for having like a terrible teammate and i just know the strategies more about paladins there's definitely a meta and some strats that go on would you say that uh paladins is is more new new player friendly than overwatch is um in some circumstances yes because i think there's um a lot more of the characters that you can play in paladins are uh, beginner friendly because they they just are to me i would say like you can pick you can pick up almost all the characters i would not say the flanks but most of the characters and be able to get the basics down of what they need to do that's what's up. Man. Um, where com- compared in Overwatch, where there's Zarya, yeah, I'm full <laughs> where with that. if you don't time stuff right, you're just screwed. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's the one thing about Overwatch. Widowmaker. Yeah, what well, I was just gonna say, Widowmaker. Right, like there's nothing more. There's nothing more devastating to your team or to the other person's team than a Widowmaker. Right, because <laughs> that could be the most useful right. bot on the team, or the most clutch. You know what I mean? And that's kind of not fair. Like you said, like if someone doesn't know how to know how to play, um, um, uh, let's say Zen Zen Dada. How do you say his name? Zen Zenyatta. Yeah, like a bad Zenyatta man is just he just he's so soft. You know what I mean? It's a soft character. It's a smushy character, and. I'm here. I'm getting the feeling that Paladins is not so hard cut when it comes to being squishy. You know what I mean? No. Um, yeah, I'm not going to spend another 15 minutes talking about hey, it man. like last That's time. Right. But yeah, it's a. I, I recommend it. It's a free game. What can I say? Oh man, yeah, it's free games. What else did you do with your week, man? <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, uh, did some schoolwork, cleaned some house, um, yeah. went over to a friend's house, yeah. played uh, some Mancala yeah. or Moncala and Cornhole. Oh, Bree. That sounds what's up, man. I think I'm going to go pro Cornholer. Yeah, man, you're going to have to wear the uh, the, the Cornhole coat. You know, it's like a bowling, bowling shirt, but it's only for Cornholing. Yeah. Yeah, they have their own jerseys, by the way. Yeah. Brought to you by Johnson Phil's Sausage and Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> that sounds like the worst night ever. <laughs> How dare you? Well, well, if you, uh, if you, uh, I guess, uh, steam the the sausages in the Paps Blue Ribbon, you can just defeat. No, <laughs> no, that's you're making it worse. Like a, that was like, that's uh, gross. Like treat it like a brat, dude. You just boil it in the beer. And then you die. <laughs> you just go to heaven, dude. I feel like I'm already dead. Damn. 
Don't cry for me. I don't want to be alive. Uh, I don't want to be alive. Don't cry for me. I'm already dead. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Weeks. Uh, this week has been sl- the slowest of motions. I haven't done anything I'm supposed to do. I haven't seen Ant-Man. I haven't seen Jurassic Park. Uh... I've been doing this side hustle thing, which has been pretty good. I've been focusing a lot on our on our Twitter presence, and we went from mm-hmm. I'll say within a month span, we went from, from I would say five um, Twitter followers to eighty, which I'm extremely happy for. Um, so we're getting people. Nice. I'm trying my hardest to get our social media up and get the word out and making friends with other up and coming podcasters. So it's all very fun. And uh, part of that goes into the weeks, I mean, into the news, but uh, also this week, you were, you mentioned free games, and literally right before we started recording, I booted up uh, Warframe. Uh, I'm going to start playing that, because I need something to fill my Monster Hunter itch while that game is kind of stagnant right now. Uh, and that's part of the news, too. But I, I just literally just played it for like five seconds. And it feels good. It feels mm-hmm. like, it feels like, I don't even know how to describe it. It feels like a character action game, but on skates, like your character just whizzes around and can run at top speeds. It feels like you're in a race car, but you have swords and electric powers. You can do. It almost feels like that game Vanquish. If you ever played Vanquish by Platinum Games, it has a feel like that. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like the first time. It doesn't feel like the first time uh, you've played a game like that. That's yeah, good. so it's like it's not completely out of my control. It felt a little alien at first, but then I I was playing I'm like this feels like Vanquish. Okay, now I know how to approach <laughs> combat in this game because if you run too fast, you'll just dart in front of your target and aggro other targets in front of you and be be technically like a bad <laughs> tank. You can accidentally bad tank in this game. It feels like it's like oh man I. You know, it's like that in Spaceballs where you go ludicrous speed and you just shoot past the guy like like five light years. That's how I kind of like I felt. And I was like, oh, okay, this is Vanquish. Think about what you're doing when you engage these things in battle or just avoid them altogether. But uh, I'm going to be talking way more about that because it is a free game. And it really spurred this is because, well, that's part of the news. But um I guess we can go into the news because I literally did nothing else with my week. Um, is that at TennoCon, which is like Warframe's own conference, they announced that the game is <laughs> right. I didn't even know this existed. Wait, oh, I thought you said TanaCon. Who? TanaCon that happened recently with VidCon. You know what I'm talking oh, about? No, I have no idea what's that. Oh, I thought you were. Just, oh, TanaCon is it like a reaction to by one person really of not getting billing with some other top YouTuber that VidCon. So she made her own uh, conference where it's like, where she said, everyone's going to be treated as equals. And then it was like, everyone's going to be treated as equals, but then we're also going to have a VIP pass that only like 50 people are going to buy. But then like, I think it was like 5,000 people bought it and it was supposed to be a venue that only a thousand people could go. So the cops came and shut it down, and they no this one has like received a, a mess, refund. Man. Yeah, Jeez. no one has received a refund yet. That sucks, dude. That's like the source awards. <laughs> you know, you go and it just gets yeah. Sick. And they're saying that like January is when you might get your refund back That's of sixty BS, bucks or something dude. like that. That is infinite BS, dude. That is the worst, uh, man. But, but that's yeah. not what you were talking about. No, but that's super interesting, though. It's like, I'm going to make my own con, and then you half-ass it to the infinite power. <laughs> like, if worse off, you've lost money, and now you owe people money. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's good times. But no, um, at TennoCon, which is the Warframe's uh, conference just for their players, because apparently they have this weird, huge, like, undercurrent of fans that I'm just now learning that they exist. And... <laughs> It seems yeah. very interesting to me, and apparently, this game has one of the best infrastructures for free content and paid content in gaming right now. And I'm just like, it just it, it, like they all the most of the people who follow this game are pa- very passionate and very happy with how this company is running 
their paid their kind of gaming as a service type platform. So that's what really made me want to get into it because it's like free games done right. You can you'll spend so much money on it, like especially if you really get into it. Because I'm not sure how the pay, paid implements go just yet. I don't know if it's all cosmetic or if it's like timed things where if you want to speed up. You know, if it's between behind the time wall, I don't know. I have to play it more. But yeah, they announced that Warframe is coming to the Switch, which is going to be very very cool for most people because the Switch is like the perfect thing you you play. When it's when you're just on the go, like if you're on a road trip, road trip or on, on taking a taking a flight somewhere, the Switch seems so cool. And so many games that I never thought would go to the Switch are going to the Switch, like Dragon Ball and Dark Souls. You know, Fortnite, so, Fortnite yeah. for that matter. I'm sure that's going to make them a ton of money for the Switch. So I'll just imagine a Call of Duty game going there. Hey man, don't knock it, dude. Uh, the way that Nintendo's starting to really embrace their third-party uh, uh, contributors. Who knows? Uh-huh. Doom is on the Switch, you know what I mean? So it's like, if if bloody-ass Doom can be on this console, then anything can. It reminds me of, like, this... The Super Nintendo was, like, the last Nintendo console that really embraced third-party, and it started getting really exclusive when it came to the 64 and the GameCube oh, okay. and the Wii. They really kept to their own stuff for mate for a good long time in this console seems like the first time in a long time that they're just like come one come all we're finally in hd make your game on our console we'll adapt it for you we'll make it nice and easy and that's another reason why i kind of want to switch because certain games i want to play on the go or on my on my break at work but yeah warm frame seems very interesting and for the second i played it, it seemed fun i'm gonna dive back into it more tonight after we record and i'll keep you guys posted see if i still like it in a week oh man you have anything else right, you that was almost yeah that was almost bleach hole uh worthy but we'll hey man <laughs> i could okay i could talk about stuff mr <laughs> mr paladin's paladin's power hour <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I was hesitant to bring up the bleach hole at any moment of this episode. Hey, man, don't throw stones in a glass house, my my beloved co-host. What are you? Are you like a wise old man on the porch? Just say have those sayings ready to go? No, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just wise and old. You don't want to bathe an otter on a hot day. You don't want to. All right? You're more nervous than a cat than a cat, a cat in a room full of walking chairs. <laughs> Yeah. Stupid. All right. Let's get into the let's get into this news, man. What are walk are you oh rocking chairs? I, I thought you my said mouth rocking broke. chairs. I talk for a living, ladies and gentlemen. My mouth broke. And I, I know I said it wrong, but I just wanted to ignore it. But since yeah, I jacked it up. It's not my fault. No, I'm a I'm the Spock. I listen to everything you say. And it's all documented and recorded on our non existent yep. MLT and wiki. <laughs> <laughs> There's some guy out there who's created a wiki that documents all of our actions and puts all yeah, There's Winter, Mike, and Brian. <laughs> right. Hey, man. One of our posts on Twitter today just got a like from Oat Studios. Awesome. Uh, that's Neil Blomkamp's uh, um, um, production studio. Those are the guys. He's the guy who did District 9. What? Yeah. Hey, little things. Man. Dude. Dude. This, I like it. I love his stuff. I love Oat Studios, man. If you have a chance. They're crushing it in South Africa. Dude, they're crushing it in South Africa, bro. You can't walk. You can't walk down the street, dog. Yeah. Check, Did you check our Tumblr? Uh, Die Antwood. Dude, just tumbled I love us. me some Die Antwood, <laughs> remember, yeah. remember when they were in uh, Chappie? That was the dumbest ever, dog. I just listened to a podcast that mentioned it briefly, and the guy and a guy was talking about how there's like urban legends of how they were terrible to work I with. Bet they they look like they're just a pain in the ass. <laughs> they just look it. They look like a mixture of like Prince and like Oasis. You know, <laughs> just the most demanding humans on the earth. Prince and Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't we get the baby right. giraffe? Because it's one o'clock in the morning. But I want a giraffe. Or we won't perform. I, w- I would go David Bowie and uh, I don't know. Morrissey comes to mind. 
I don't know. Uh, Morrissey, okay. yeah, That's but a... I don't know. David Bowie seems chill. David Bowie be like, eh, it's fine. Eh. Mm. <laughs> well, you're, you're, I think you're thinking of old Bowie. I'm talking about young, coked out um, of his mind. Yeah, yeah young Bowie's <laughs> yeah. the worst. With uh, the different colored eyes. Yeah, young Bowie's the worst. Dog. Calling out MTV when they're just like, don't you understand what you're new at yeah, this? Yeah, man. He was MTV on blast, super hard, no Twitter. Yeah. He just talks into the earth. Oh, man. You know what's weird is that we have another Spider-Man power hour. There's a lot of Spider-Man news coming out of nowhere. Uh, so. Yep. Here we Yeah, yeah man. You ready for the Let's do for the power hour? Power hour. Yep, the Spider-Man, the Spoderman Powder Don't, Hour. Don't Power cry Spoderman is the best thing ever. It's, it's just a picture of Tobey Maguire with that ugly cry face from Spider-Man 1. And it just says, Don't cry Spoderman. Because he looks so he looks so disturbing. We do audio memes here. We, audio, <laughs> we explain the memes to you like Audible. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the yeah. Audible of memes, Doug. First off, uh, actor J.B. Smooth joins the Far From Home Spider-Man cast in apparently a huge role. Uh, if you don't know, who, if you're not familiar with that actor, he's he does a lot of small roles, but he's more mostly known for Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's yeah, and I love him from uh, Pootie Tang because he plays Trucky. If you ever seen Pootie Tang, watch Pootie Tang after this podcast, and then email us and tell us how dank Pootie Tang is. You know what I'm saying? Because we are rejuvenated. And uh, I actually tweeted at him, like, good, good luck, bro. Try to get a, a Pootie Tang reference in there. And he re- and he retweeted us, which was super cool. No yeah, way. Man. JB Smooth. What is What's going on with how, how do you get this? How do you get this to happen on Twitter? Because you just say goofy <laughs> shit. And then if you make the person chuckle, they'll respond, dude. You just got to say the most goofiest, yeah. the goofiest thing at the same time. Thank them for their efforts. I've only had one person retweet something or like heart it. And it was uh, the guy that took over um, Face Damn. the Nation. <laughs> That's dope, bro. <laughs> but no, nah, man, I'm, I'm trying to like JB Smooth retweeted us, man. We got a couple of likes and a couple of followers for it. So big ups to you, bro, man. I can't wait till you kill it in whatever role you're in. I'm, I'm going to guess out of left field that he's going to play J. Jonah Jameson. That would be like, he's going to be a, a African-American J. Jonah Jameson, which is going to piss a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. But the, the guy has mm-hmm. the acting chops. He has, he has a great voice and I can just see him as long as they don't give him that mustache. That'll be weird. But they kind of have to, if it's J. Jonah, they kind of have to <laughs> give him that mustache. But, uh, well, I'm going to call it, and uh, he pr- he plays the character from Curb Your Enthusiasm, That'd and it's a dope. crossover. Yeah, that, you know, Seinfeld does exist in the Spider-Man universe, actually, because that's how, that's, Kramer is actually yeah. Spider-Man in that universe, dude. How can it be how a spider and a man? Where does he put his suit? Where does he put his wallet? It can't be in his pants. It yeah. has no pockets. Uh... In other news, Nick Cage, I know your favorite guy, is actually going to be voicing Spider-Man Noir in the in the Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse movie, the animated movie. That's the weirdest choice I've heard in a long Dope. time, but let's do it, right? <laughs> I mean, I let's mind do that. it. He knows, he knows what he's, he's doing. doing. He's never Nick done Cage anything did wrong. something wrong once, but then he erased it from the space-time continuum. He just got it, he got it out of there, man. <laughs> Oh man, I hate the Spider Verse. Like, I hate the idea of it. It's so self indulgent. I, I can't stand the idea of like we're gonna make a comic book with fifty Spider Mans just running around. It's yeah. it's like it's like what's the worst part about um about uh like Attack of the Clones is that you see like seventy five uh like lightsabers running around just looks silly. It's the same thing. Like your character stops being cool and there's 50 of them on a the screen, you know, I just, that's my personal. I, don't know. Price, I liked, I liked the prequels myself. I so. like the prequels, but that being said, uh, this movie looks dope. It has miles in it. It has spider Gwen. Apparently it has Spider-Man noir, which is an alternate version of Spider-Man based like in the thirties or twenties or something like that. And it looks pretty dope. So, 
Uh, good on you, Nick. You're, he's just staying in Marvel, however he I can. Am. And um, more power to him, man. More All because they him. wouldn't let him play Superman. Jeez, okay. he almost did it. <laughs> he was so close. He was in a suit and everything, dog. Oh man. And closing out our spider our Spider-Man power hour is we lost to Titan this 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 past passing week. Steve Ditko, yep. comic book legend, co-created Spider-Man, passed away at 90 years old this week. And Steve Ditko is one of those guys who never wanted to spotlight. You know what I mean? Like there was it's kind of like a a juxtaposition. It's it's funny. Because you had Stan the Man Lee, he was always front facing and yeah. Excelsior and always front, you know, always, you know, selling the product. And then you just had quiet, you know, Steve doing the designs, doing building the characters. He created all the early Spider Man villains. You can thank Steve Ditko for that, like uh, Dr. Octopus, um, Electro, Craig from the Hunter. And he also did some DC stuff uh, like. Uh, Blue Beetle, and I think he had a hand in creating Squirrel Girl and Marvel and uh, Hawk and Dove. Doctor Strange, you can thank Steve Ditko for creating Doctor mm. Strange. So, and he's one of those guys who just finally got recognition. I mean, industry people always knew Steve had something to do with it, but but because Stan was such a I am Marvel kind of presence, guys like Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko never really got the time to shine, especially during the 90s and the 2000s. It's just now that these uh, creative people are just titans in the industry. Like, who thinks of that color scheme? You know what I mean? It's so iconic now. But where do you get red and blue for Spider-Man? You know what I mean? That's just It's insane to think of that, you know? And uh, he will be missed. Uh, Steve Ditko was one of the best. He's, he's, in, he's in the pantheon of comic book creators. You know what I mean? And uh, kind of makes me want to watch some of um, the old episodes of Spider-Man and Watch Doctor Strange and just really just think about the, how creative this guy was, how much of an inspiration he is True. to all of us nerds. You know what I mean? So just want to give him a shout out. You know what I mean? Um, yes. So we that's send that. you off yeah. into um, space. Speaking of things that oh, we said, we put you inside of that um, Spock Tic Tac and send you into the infinite of space. Uh, now something that's not as creative as, as Steve Ditko is. So there's a uh, Dragon Ball Super movie coming out very soon. And this is kind of what kept, <laughs> what stopped the anime uh, for now, because they wanted, really wanted to focus on this movie where Goku, Vegeta, and the group go on and fight some mysterious new Saiyan. And we come to find out that that Saiyan is Brawly. Okay, womp womp. Um, I, I I know, I know, but I have to give my two cents on Brawly because Brawly is one of those characters that people love him because he's so edgelord. Like Brawly is like the most, he's pretty much the Incredible Hulk of the Dragon Ball Z series. And for years, he's no, he's never been canon or what that means is he's never been actually a part of the universe he, he was in a couple of movies and people just love him people love brawly to death they pretty much forced him into mm. dragon ball super uh i'm sorry dragon ball z fighters or dragon ball fighters and now according to the creator of dragon ball kira toriyama there he's going to be canon in the series and they're going to do a rewrite of his character because winter i just want you to hear this origin story i want you to tell me if it makes sense I'm going to try not to die don't, in the middle of this. Don't die. Okay. So I already feel my heartbeat slowing it's down. It's fine. It's fine. So <sighs> okay. Goku is a Saiyan. He's a, and this is a group, a warrior race of fighters that live on planet Vegeta. That's correct. That's correct. The monkey man. Got it. The monkey mans. So when, when Goku was born, he was in an incubator along with all the other Saiyan babies in a Saiyan hospital. And apparently when Goku was first born, he was a crier. He would cry all the time. Cry, cry, cry. Apparently, Brawly was the baby next to him. And Brawly happens to be the legendary Super Saiyan, which is one of the most powerful, naturally powerful Saiyans born in the last 2,000 years. And it bothered Brawly so much that he remembered this moment through life. And that's the sole reason why he wants to destroy Goku and all everyone he loves. Because he cried that one time and he couldn't 
he couldn't relax. Oh my gosh, what are they doing? That is the origin. What are they doing? That is pretty much the origin of Brawly. So when the movie happens and Goku meets Brawly, Brawly just looks at him for two seconds and screams his name and just loses his shit and they just start fighting. And it's never been What is going that. on with Dragon Ball Z? It's never been All more right. deep than that. All right, I've had enough. All right. Dragon Ball Z, this is this is <laughs> You're you. I don't like, understand. I'm not this up. Like, that's have, just it. That's that's the origin. They need to get back to the drawing board and figure out what they are doing with this series. That's exactly, like, I, that is crazy to me that that is it. Like that, my brain is dead now. That's exactly what Akira Toriyama said. He's like, I know the character is a little light in the story development, so we're gonna switch some things a around. Light. We're going to switch some things okay. around and make it more interesting. So we're getting a new revamped retconned Brawly for this movie. Okay. And apparently okay, he's going okay. to be Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Infinite, or whatever. We'll see. But br- that is the origins of Brawly Get Hype for brand new Brawly lore. It's like, how much money is Dragon Ball Z bringing in that they can't... So much money, That dude. they can't, like, hire someone that's a storyteller and tell them, like, oh, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't have this as a storyline. No, man. That's the weird thing about, like, like mangakas and guys who write this stuff. There's no one around to tell them no. You know, so it's all... There's usually a one-man band when it comes to, like, uh, Japanese production, uh-huh. either in video games or movies or anime. It's usually, like, that's the guy. You don't tell Hideo Kojima anything. We just let him do what he wants to do, and which is why I'm so worried about Death Stranding. Right. But true, anywho, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, speaking of things that are also equally as crazy, and let's stay on anime for a while. Apparently, legendary productions or legendary films—the guys who make Godzilla and uh, Pacific Rim—have decided that they're just going to make a live-action Gundam movie. They're going to call it that Eastern color? Rim. Okay, Jeez, it might as well be Eastern Rim. That's funny you say that because it's like, okay, I get it. Everybody saw Ready Player One. Everybody got hype when Mobile Suit Gundam showed up. I know yeah. I did, and everybody. Wait, lost what about the one with uh, Wolverine what? in it? That uh, <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about? What? De- what Deadpool two? <laughs> no, <laughs> with uh, where. <laughs> It's uh, Hugh Jackman with robot arms or something like he's controlling a mech. Oh, you it's called crap. Yeah, but, uh, what was that called? Uh, 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 it was a robot jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. called crap, but it was called like real yeah, steel. Yeah, that started That's this whole way. You're talking about real <laughs> yeah, steel. But no, but no, man, like, it's like, okay, um, are you familiar with Doctor That Who? is an abomination, but you know, yes. Doctor Who works. On. Like oh, oh, Gundam is the Doctor Who that work? of anime, right? So you know, right. yeah. Okay, hear me out. Hear me uh-huh. out. So with Doctor Who, every season or every couple of seasons, they flip doctors, right? They change the actor. He's reborn because he's a time magician. I forget how it works, and it's a completely different storyline, right? With new characters and new experiences. Gundam in itself is just a name. When there's when it comes to Gundam over the years, because I think Gundam's been around since like the seventies, there's been multiple different, completely different storylines, completely different characters of Gundam. There's been Gundam Wing, there's been Gumble, Gundam Double O, there's been Char's Counterattack, there's been Gundam Seed, Gundam Unicorn. There's been a ton of different Gundams series, G Gundam, that have nothing to do with each other. You know what I mean? It's it's just that they use these mobile suits and there's different designs. You know what I mean? So when you say I'm going to make a Gundam movie in my brain, it's like, what exactly is that? Right. Well, they made a Power Rangers movie. You know how many Power Rangers? But this is what series there are. But when they made Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie that was directly after generation one. So they had nothing else to feed on. There wasn't Power Ranger Ninja Storm or Power Ranger Turbo or Power Ranger Zeo. That's funny that you mentioned Ninja Storm. That was the one in my mind. That's what I'm saying. But, bro. Ninja Storm is real. Yeah. But they started at the beginning. So if they just wanted to make a movie on Mobile Suit Gundam and just use those characters, that's fine. But it's like, 
a, you can't you're gonna have to make a completely original story to make everyone happy like you can't do wing because the double o guys will get mad you can't make double o because this the seed guys will get mad so you, it's like you have to create brand new gundams for this movie which everyone's gonna hate because <laughs> everybody wants to see their gundam you know what I make mean? it a girl gundam there's make girl gundams they're make it just to, to make it like ghostbusters and have a, a all-female cast no, the the suit is a woman. That's wow. There you go. Wow, you just destroyed Gundam for me for the next thirty minutes until I just listen to Endless Waltz and it just all comes rushing back. Oh man! Speaking of ladies, uh, Carrie Russell apparently joins Star Wars Episode Nine, and she's going to play some kind of major role. Uh, Mara Jade, Ray's mom. Who knows? We're gonna have that would to blow see. my mind. I would love if they just—they, you know what—they're never gonna do expanded extended universe. They're just never gonna do it. You know, and that bothers me. Like yeah. Knights of the Old Republic will never see the light of day ever for anything <laughs> because they just don't want to upset people. And I get it. Like I super get it. But it's like just ah, oh, just give me Darth Revan. If the next trilogy took place like a thousand years before all of that that Skywalker nonsense, yeah, I'll be so happy. I'll be so damn happy. Yeah, I don't see uh, that happening. Yeah. Really, not, that's already not at all. Yeah, and chances are Carrie's gonna play a character who we don't know who it is. Just like when Benicio del Toro was announced, everybody thought, "Oh, is he gonna be like uh, Sky? Is he gonna be like uh, the guy from the Force Unleashed games?" It's going to be this. It's going to be that. Like, no, man, they're not that clever. It's going to be some new ass character that nobody cares about. It's going to be, oh, I am Princess Leia's sister. But right? I, could you guys call me Princess Leia as well? Right. My hair is in the bun. You get it? Yeah. It's going to be a beer fest type motif. I if love you beer remember fest. beer fest. Okay. The bubble is impossible to handle. <laughs> <laughs> That's my shit. Yes, we cover on. all things in the nerdverse. Nerdverse is vast, man. We can go. We can get into all types of stupid stuff. Uh man. Speaking, speaking of, of stuff, stupid, Darksiders three. Yeah, thank you. You just you saved my life right now. Yeah. Save my life tonight. Uh, Dark Starkers three is coming out soon. November November twenty seventh. Yeah, no. Correct. Did you play any of the Dark Stalkers games, bro? No. I got better stuff to do. You play into the Dark Stalkers. You play Dark Stalkers too with Death, bro. Nah, I was I, had, I was a Halo Black Ops dude. Like, nah, I, gotta... I have bills and shit. <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah. for that. No, I played Dark Stalkers. Uh, Dark Stalkers. Dark. Uh, what the hell is this? What's it called? Super Bowl Saturday. Uh, Dark Siders. I played Dark Siders one, and I just couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. And two came out and it looked cool and edgy, and I was just was like, eh. like you said, I had I had better games to play at the time. And apparently, this game looked really rough, maybe like a couple of months ago, when they kind of showed some gameplay of it. And luckily, they have till November to get it together and build hype around it. And these are the games that are all done by Ed McGinnis, who's a real sick. Yeah. Um, artist over at Marvel. He did a lot of like epic stuff. He did Battle Chasers, all that kind of cool stuff, if you know about that. So I think he's still doing the design, even though it doesn't look like his design, which kind of which would suck if he's not involved. Because the big draw to me when it came to ba- uh, Darksiders was the art style. Because it looked very like edgy and it looked like 90s comics, and I kind of dug that. But we'll see. I don't know. I'm not going to buy it unless it just show me something that just breaks my brain i'm just not really too hype about it man but we'll see uh also did you know that in uncharted when nathan drake gets shot he's not actually getting shot it's just that his luck is running out and when you finally yeah when your life bar goes all the way down that's him actually getting hit by a bullet what this is the problem with um, I have one of the many problems with uh, nerd uh, news is they have they how many hours did this guy spend working on this article? Hours about really yeah many edits uh, just about something that really has no like there is no carbon footprint 
on this <laughs> article. There's no receptacle okay? to to receive this information. Like, yeah, it's like okay, he's lucky. What does this what mean? <laughs> what does this mean? For- this is something that I would go like if they revealed this at a conference. I'd go, oh, that's pretty interesting. You don't devote a whole dang article People on this, need man. To know, man, the the nerdiverse. Charlie Hall, get your act together. But I'm going to follow you on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to follow you. Please follow back. <laughs> but no, man, people needed to know that if you shoot a Gatlin gun at Nathan Drake, it's only when you hit the last pixel of health that the actual infinite bullets don't phase shift through his body because he's so lucky. He's so super lucky. That was really hurting my immersion on to the oh, game, by the way. Somebody got for that. That's yeah. the dumbest thing ever, I'm first gonna- of all. I'm going to go on my Medium account and write a big old my paper Medium about how... Account. I'm going to go on Mixer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, going go, I'm going to go on Mixer and complain about it. But it's like, who wanted the, who who wanted this information, right? Like, like who's dying to know this stupid... It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's, it's, it's kind of the worst. Yeah. Moving on. There was a news article about James Wan's Mortal Kombat reboot that was super stupid. And it sounded really bad. But later, earlier today, I found that that was false. The executive producer said all the news about that was false. So I'm going to retract that from the news, even though just know okay. it involved a brand new character that that that's the main character. It's, it was going to Resident Evil it, where it's just Alice, even though Liu Kang should be the main character. It's so frustrating. Wrong. It should be Raiden. I, Raiden should be the main I don't character. Care, that's fine. You know, that's fine. Here's, here's my thing about like Resident Evil. It's like you could have picked a number of people to be your main character. You could have picked Claire right. Renfield, Jill Valentine, maybe, maybe Chris. But you you make a character just so your wife could be in the movie infinitely for all 7,000 yeah. sequels. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on you. Right. So before we end the in the news, let me ask you the question: Should I get on Medium? Uh, leave me, uh, message me. Message about winner, guy. Uh, handle trash monk. Let him know if he should join Medium. Give him your Medium experience so that he can then gauge his decision based on your experiences. Do it because mm-hmm. I heard one guy made money on it, and I'm like, I can write better articles than that. I guy. can write circles around <laughs> that dude. Because that's how you look at art. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm very uh, so, Ayn Rand yeah. <laughs> version of art. Yeah, making. man. I, I go on uh, Tumblr and I see someone draw something and I'm super mad because I, I can draw way better than that. My pictures get like one, two likes and this guy has 7,000 likes. I get so salty about it. Bastards. Right. I draw better than that. What I want to. Questions. If you want to to email us and tell us your sick Tumblr medium experiences, you can send that to mastersofthenerdiversecast at gmail.com. That is mastersofthenerdiversecast at Mm gmail.com. Dot com. I was in the right key there. We're going to harmonize. We're going to be like bone thugs in harmony. We're going to be the thuggish, ruggish bone. And it's going to be the first of the month. Anywho, really, um, really vague, uh, really easy questions. Feels like that uh, time of the month. That's not All cool right. to say. <laughs> that's not good for anyone involved. Speaking of blood, what's your favorite creature effect? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> my favorite creature effect? Creature uh, effect design. I, well, the one that affects me the most is whenever. Oh, that's a good question. Because the, the thing that I, that's coming to my mind right now is the the creature design in uh, Freaked, which is a movie that we reviewed on. Really, <laughs> M- cinema. I liked how gross everything was. I it gotta felt- say, I am extremely yeah. happy that you dug that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I like well. It's because every, the, all the special effects looked like it was wet. Yeah, everything <laughs> yeah. looks snotty, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ricky Coogan's effect, in my opinion, is one of the best I've ever seen. It just looks really good. It's silly. It looks like it looks like a, a cartoon brought brought to life 
freaking love, yep. love that movie. Uh, I watched a movie recently on Netflix called The Ritual, and it's pretty much about a bunch of guys who go camping and take a and make a left turn at Albuquerque and end up in horror. And I got to say, the creature effect in The Ritual is one of the best I've seen in a very long time. And I don't want to spoil it, but the thing, it's haunting. It's like really, it's a really good effect. And it's it's that right balance of I can't tell if it's CG or practical effect that I really mm. dig. Yeah. And uh, speaking of old studios, shout outs to Neil. There is a, sh- a horror movie short he, he did called Zygote, where it's a creature literally built of of like hundreds of bodies shaped into like a form. So except for one hand, it's like a hundred hands cool. and a hundred chest pieces and a hundred eyeballs all over it. It's it's a sick design. It's so good. So those are the two that come up come to mind. Watch the ritual and go on YouTube and watch Zygote. It's like t- it's like ten minutes. Actually, watch all old studios stuff. It's amazing. It's brilliant. It's terrific, as as the guys across the pond would say. Second question. Uh, what's your what's your best example of a good retcon? Um, a good retcon. Most people see retcons as as, as negative. Oh, they changed the thing I love. Right. But what's one that you say like, you know what? That's for the better. <laughs> you you fixed it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, I kind of. I don't know if I would classify the Star the the new Star Wars movies. I'm gonna get like mm-hmm. hate mail mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as like favor like uh, as yeah. retcons. There, but uh, they're they're the only thing that comes to mind to me right now. Uh, you know, I'm kind of where um, your head's at because I was thinking about the Star Trek movies retcon. Yeah, that's the one I thought of. Where it's like, I'm not mad at this. <laughs> you know, like this is not bad. You know. Is it- it's a good way to move forward. Cause, right. It's a g- good way to move forward. There was absolutely no way in my mind that they were ever going to use that source material right. because they've done, they've done it in the past. It, I, like uh, they've used like other source material before. I, I, be- I believe I could be just making this up and it was just the fans don't like it. Fans are not so like they might as well just yeah. make news. Yeah. They're never, they're never gonna, gonna like that's, it. That's that's what you learn. Um Yeah, man. Right. And I'm and I'm happy with this whole like Star Wars movie every so year. Let it rock, thing. Huh? Like yeah, like I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I could live in a world that there's a new Mad Max mm-hmm. every year, a new Star uh Star Wars, um, new James Bond. Um and Adam Sandler no. doesn't make anything. That would be, and of course, yeah. as long as Marvel keeps putting out new characters, I can do a new Marvel movie as long as it's a new character. Because I just eventually, yeah, those are good yeah, retcons. Man, all the Marvel stuff yeah. is great retcon because none of it is exactly to the comics. You know what I mean? So I'm like, right. Moon Knight, bring on She Hulk, bring on, of course, the FF, bring on. Ooh, Who would play She Hulk? Nah, Gina Carano, good enough, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know. Okay, then it would have to be a UFC. I think, fighter, I think I She think. Hulk should be CG, but Jennifer Walters, her human counterpart, could be anyone. Yeah, and I don't. That's a very good question. Yeah, I meant. Yeah, I meant the human counterpart needs to be an MMA fighter. You know what? That's the weird thing is that Jennifer, when she's the, the, the thing about She Hulk is that she's She Hulk ninety percent of the time, and it's very rare that she regresses back uh-huh. to Jennifer. Because Jennifer retains her personality while in She-Hulk form, she's just a little uh, yeah. less inhibited. I think that's how the character goes. Yeah. What well, turns her into She-Hulk? Quick. Stress. What turns her into She-Hulk? Yeah. Very, very good. Very bro. good. That uh, I learned that from just one of the comic books yeah, I owned as a child. I only owned ten. <laughs> I've only owned ten. So, as you eat one, <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put one on fire, yeah. eight. They had one of those scratch yeah, so and sniffs on the back. It smelled like popcorn, so I ate it. Um Okay, I know you I know you're a creative guy, Winter, and you're a writer, so I want to find a question that I think could help you do a little bit of storytelling at the end of the show. And that question mm-hmm. is think of a lame video game character, a video game character everyone hates. Now pitch your story 
on how to make them cool. Okay. So you've know you know the classic uh, Nintendo NES yeah. game uh, Paperboy, right? Um I'm talking that we should expand the yeah. universe of Paperboy and find out why is he allowed to do this at odd times and for literally the entire day delivering paper. And I think this should be a David Lynch style uh, psychological horror where a stepdad is being abusive in the home. And that's why the son is out there delivering paper so that he can get out of the house as soon as possible. And the whole soundtrack and the whole the whole movie will have the soundtrack by the band the Mountain Goats, particularly from their album Sunset Tree, which is also about the lead singer's abusive stepfather. Of and <laughs> it yeah, would be man. called Tell me where have you been? <laughs> it would be called uh Paperboy Extra Extra He's Hurting Me. That is the darkest shit I've heard all week. Uh <laughs> why is that so dark, though, right? I watched the shit out of that because I want to know why the paper boy could just be out at three in the morning delivering papers because he doesn't want to go. He can't go home. Yeah, you, now you, need to, you need to add a love interest. And, paper girl. Yeah, yeah, paper girl. And that's going to be played by a Kristen Stewart style uh, lady. It's a boy. She's old as hell. No, There's but it's going to be that, that like, a okay, Chloe Moretz type girl. Fine. That's fine. I can rock with that. That's fine. Chloe Moretz and everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm good. Weird. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what's going on there. No. It's just like they put Chloe Moretz and everything. Like she's going to be in the new Suspiria. I have no idea why. Because <laughs> she's Chloe Moretz. Because she's Chloe Moretz. You can't put Dakota Fanning in anything now. I hate, uh, she's so gross. Oh, no, okay, I got it. I got it. This is the breakout role of, for Daisy Ridley. After Star Wars is over, because she's going to need to do other stuff. I love me some Daisy Ridley, though. She's so cool. I like her. Yep. She seems well, cool. she'll be in this indie. It's definitely an indie film. She'll be a paper boy. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you call it? Paper boy. Um, uh, extra, extra. He keeps hurting me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe not. He. Uh, may, uh, maybe I'll work on the title. <laughs> That's the just. Title. Because until you fix it, that's the name of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Paperboy, extra, extra. He keeps hurting me. No, I can, no, that can't be the name of the podcast. No, no. no. you're making it worse. You're making it so much worse. That just name just it just disturbed me on a weird level. Yeah. Uh, mine's is super simple. I want to make a, a a movie about Luigi and how Talking Trees. That would be the title. There we go. Talking Trees. Because the mm. trees make paper, and the papers turn it into a newspaper that then tells you the news. Okay, can, moving on. Can the, uh, can the can in the trailer can Jeremy by uh, by um, can Jeremy by Stone Temple Pilots pilots play? Jeremy Sparkard. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I know of Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Whatever. Um, okay, I mixed it up. I'm not learned your grunge, bro. Your grunge pleb. Sorry. I'm sorry. I have a friend out there who's going to punch me in the gut when I see him. Oh, yes. My movie. Uh, Luigi is super jealous of his brother, so he kills him and and takes over his persona because they're identical. But Luigi kills Mario Mm -hmm. and gains weight. And then he then starts dating the princess. But then she starts seeing breaks in his personality. And she eventually finds the corpse of Mario and uh, King Koopa in the basement. And it's it's a revenge thriller. And she has to escape out of the Mushroom Kingdom because Luigi is constantly hunting her. What type of soundtrack? Uh, the soundtrack's going to be done by um, by um, Daft Punk. There we it's go. Gonna be, it's going to be kind of like Driver, but with mushrooms. Think of the movie Driver on mushrooms, and that's what my Luigi yeah. um, psychotic thriller is going to be. Yeah. All right. And what would be the title? It would be called um, Super Mario Brothers, but the Mario's X'd out and Luigi's put in this place. Uh, now I'm number one. Now I'm number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me, Luigi. Wow. Okay, you play too much I Mario. I play way too much Mario. <laughs> and Luigi's my favorite character. I just want them to do something with him. Damn it. 
MakeLuigiCool.org, please. What are you looking forward to this week, man? Well, I am looking forward to sleep. Uh, hopefully, someone will invite me over to their house so I don't have to eat my own food. Story and, of my uh, life, man. <laughs> Story of my damn life. Please invite me to your house. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm trying to do the system now where I want to write a 10-minute play every month so I can keep uh, writing scripts. Yes, stay sharp, and man. Who knows? This could be maybe this could be something in the future of uh, Patreon yes. stuff. Patreon, yes. Please join our Patreon where we, all of our exclusive content is um, exclusive to Patreon subscribers. So for five bucks a month, you'll get MOTN reviews. You'll get MOTN uh, cinema. You'll get MOTN plays. You'll get all of our exclusive stuff that's not this weekly podcast. Please become a Patreon. We'll make we'll make you happy. We'll make it do what it do. And all of future mm-hmm. uh, winter's endeavors will be exclusive on there as well. So, and that is MOTN Patreon slash MOTN. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know why I made that weird noise from Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? What What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to just jumping in this Warframe, bro. I got to see what this game is about. Kind of itching to get back into that. Uh, apparently, Comic Con is next week, <laughs> so we're gonna have a lot of chunky news to go through next week. Hopefully, yeah. there's a lot of drops and trailers and things we're gonna talk about. So, it's make sure be, to take my caffeine tablet. Right, it's gonna just <laughs> it's inject monster into my eyeball and yeah. call it a night. Uh, so, we should have a nice chunky Comic Con cast next week, depending on how things go and when we record. So, looking forward to that. Got to get to the movies. Uh, got to check out Ant Man. I got got to check out Jurassic Park just so I can say I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to go to the movies, movies, but no girl will take me. Damn! Okay. You can't wait for the. You can't wait for it to come to you, man. You got to go to it, bro. No, no, no. This is what beta males do. Yeah, that be that being so beta, bro. You got to be we them alpha boys. You got to be real alpha. No, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm fine being beta. Hey. No, don't be beta, you know bro. Trust me, I, I fight with that every day. You understand? Like, yeah. you can't be beta, bro. You, you can't. You, no, I would. I would. You, I there's so many other worse things to be. There's a lot more worse things. But don't yes. don't self diagnose yourself like behavior. Andy Dick. <laughs> no, okay. Sometimes you need to. Sometimes you just need to. Be like, nah, bro. You want to go, bro? You want to go? Yeah. You want to fight? You want to go, bro? You got to alpha it up for like two seconds. And the moment they walk away, you beta back down. It's like going Super Saiyan. Like normally, I'm at beta level, but when you got to go Super Saiyan, you alpha up real quick. You what? You want to go, bro? Nah, it go? seems to contradict with my slacker mentality. <laughs> See, to try to go. to try to to try to alpha it up. See, yeah, you only alpha it up when you don't feel comfortable. <laughs> if you're comfortable, you beta down. But if you feel like uncomfortable, like in a in an environment yeah. that's like not suitable, bro, you gotta alpha it up just in case somebody tries to step to you, man. You know, because yeah. well, we'll talk more about being a man next episode. Yeah, we are not. What they say, Seinfeld. We are not men, bro. We should be having dinner with our sons. Yeah, this shit. is the Jocko podcast. This is the podcast. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna talk about. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about Rockstar and talk about like the the, the World Cup, which I can't give two talk- shits about. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, we got to end this. We have to end this now. Uh, if you're, uh, thank you for listening to the MOTN. Uh, you can always find this sports hating podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spotify. Finally, remember to leave a like, send us a comment, please subscribe. I've been, of course, your host, Mike G. And I've been your host, Winter, a.k.a. Trash Monk the Third. The third. And we will always ask you to take that one step beyond.
A Massage Envy gift card might just be the best holiday gift ever because it unwraps all the benefits of total body care, including massage and total body stretch, customizable facials, and advanced skincare services, including microderm infusion and chemical peels. Share the gift of wellness and help everybody on your list be their very best. Receive a voucher for two free enhancements when you purchase $100 in Massage Envy gift cards. Massage Envy, making the best of everybody. See locations for details. Offer ends December 31st. Voucher valid until March 31st, 2019. Each Massage Envy location is independently owned and operated. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate.